0: Sasha said. I'd love to talk to you about your process, although maybe it'd be easier when you're not swamped by opening night guests. She handed me her card. I'd love to, I said calmly, even though my brain was short circuiting with excitement. Call me Monday, Sasha said. It was so good to meet you. Now I'm going to see if I can get a glass of wine before the throngs drink it all. I gazed around the crowded gallery with a mix of happiness and disbelief. Printed on archival paper and suspended in beechwood frames, my poster-sized photographs looked almost monumental on the clean white walls. Next to them, hung casually with thumbtacks, were the much smaller prints I'd made with my portable printer. But to me, the most exciting part of my show was in the center of the gallery, where a long, handmade table, polished to a perfect sheen, held stacks of my new book, A Thousand Words. In it were pictures of all the people I'd met, with their stories handwritten below their portraits. Here was Pauline on page four, clutching her beloved photo albums. Opposite her was the mechanic, leaning against my beloved Beatrice, there was Lucy the dog, gazing up at her girl. Next to her, Kate the waitress, posed with her melita coffee pot, her smile radiant and proud. I'd taken a lot of new pictures for the book, too. My neighbor Bill leaned against a shovel in front of my house as he took a break from overseeing its reconstruction. I was born in the Kentucky Hills on the night of a blood moon, his story began. In a year so long ago, I'm damn near ashamed to admit it. A few pages further on was a photograph of my brother eating breakfast a few months ago at Barnacle Bill's. His story about sneaking out one night and witnessing an attempted robbery was definitely one my parents never heard. Thanks to all the pictures, I felt surrounded by my friends and family, even though I barely knew anyone in the room. I'd met Amy the red-haired owner of this up-and-coming Los Angeles gallery, by pure chance. I was on my way back to North Carolina, and she was visiting her aging mother. Seated at neighboring cafe tables, we'd struck up a conversation. She'd asked me what I did. I told her about my project, and one thing, as they say, led to another. It was so surprising, so serendipitous, that it felt like winning the lottery but that comparison didn't really do it justice. Because the lottery was only about money. This show, on the other hand, was about having a very old dream. A dream so old I'd almost forgotten it. Finally, finally come true. It's pretty incredible, isn't it? I turned to find Jason Klein at my side, a plastic cup of complimentary sparkling wine in each hand. I smiled as I took one from him. Yes, that table you made really steals the show, I said. He grinned. That wasn't what I was talking about, he said. I know. I stood up on my tiptoes and kissed him on the cheek, and he put his arm around my shoulders. Thank you for coming, I said. He shrugged. It was only a seven-hour drive, with a U-Haul and a really big table bouncing around in it. You have only yourself to blame, I pointed out. As I'd learned on the night of our epic, amazing eight-course dinner, Jason built custom furniture out of a workshop in Tucson, Arizona. And so, a month later, when I'd called to tell him about my show, he'd had the brilliant idea to make me a table. I guess we were both looking for excuses to see each other again and furniture seemed as good as any. I didn't really know what was going on between us, and probably he didn't either. Right now, our lives were 2,000 miles away from each other. But, as I knew better than most, life could change in an instant. I'd kind of like to buy the portrait of the dog, Jason said. Do you offer a friends and family discount? I shrugged, The gallery had priced the pictures so high, I couldn't even...